Manx Radio Podcasts, powered by Shaw. Women Today. Uh, you are listening to the Women Today podcast. We have been joined today by one Danny Rose, who I've been very excited to chat to because uh, Danny, as a drone pilot, UAV pilot, whatever I'm supposed to call you there, Danny, I'm still not entirely sure. You can't get it wrong. It's it's whatever, you know, that you can... You can call it whatever. Helicopter. UAV, drone, helicopter, multi-rotor, whatever you fancy. Yeah. But, but essentially, all I, I really want to talk about, I'm not allowed to talk about no. it because you've worked on my favourite film series, but there's all these NDAs. There's we all can, NDAs. We can say, though, that Flying Pictures, who you work for, mm-hmm. have worked on lots of Star Wars in the past. Yes, we can say that, yeah. Hooray! <laughs> what are some of the things they've done on Star Wars, then? Oh uh, Well, they've done, obviously, all the... Um, Flying Pictures was a, um, a helicopter... Uh, full-size helicopter filming company so they have the um, the access to the big cameras and the big gimbals and stuff that go on the big uh, full-size aircraft so um, a couple of years ago they decided they wanted to get into UAVs drones and uh, and that's how it all came about really so they, they um, sort of bought two other companies sort of amalgamated them into the Flying Pictures group and then they got me on board and here we are um, so I'm very fortunate to sort of be involved in, in with with a, a company with a, such a, a fine pedigree as you will uh, of, of sort of filmmaking and, and getting involved in all the big stuff. I think they got like 400 and plus, 440 plus credits, you know, of all the big stuff. Every Harry Potter um, and, uh, yeah, a lot of the Star Wars stuff. The cool thing about the Harry Potter stuff is that they have everybody who worked with Flying Pictures on the movies at the time, it was before my time, if you go to Harry Potter World, Harry Potter thing, they have, um, there's a hall of ones and the Flying Pictures crew have their own ones in Harry Potter world because they did that they did them all because they were like long-standing crew members of the of all the quite successful <laughs> Harry oh Potter my word, franchise so, so when, I, when I got the offer to sort of come down and fly for them it was like a no-brainer it was like yeah this is <laughs> this is absolutely once I you know knew who they were and uh, and was just like yeah and I think because what I used to do to what I do now is I do a lot more R&D I do a lot more uh, sort of design and things like that for so we make our own aircraft and stuff like that for um for specific things and and that that ability comes from back in the day of you know building rc models from scratch and um, so then that that um skill set is hard to come by now so um that's that's one of the things that attracted them to me um i guess and uh, yeah so i'm very very fortunate so anybody who wants to sort of get into it and, and get stuck in i would just say just learn just build these things from scratch learn Fly, fly, See, fly. But you, that means that you, you sort of need an element of, well, you do need an element of engineering and mm. electrical sort of abilities Absolutely, as well, yeah, because you, you do all of that, don't yeah. you? Yeah, you've got to understand it all. You've got to understand all the components, how they all go together. You know, we don't just do the plot of the box, we make them. Um, so you've got to understand how all these components interact, how they work, what what's going to work, what's not going to work. You know, we have a specific requirement, a sort of a weight category, so we know, like, that our aircraft will lift X weight for this amount of time so it's a com- it's a, it's like a trade off between uh, knowing what because there's thousands and thousands and thousands of motors speed controllers propeller combinations flight controller combinations some are good some are bad you know frames etc cetera, etc cetera. so we, we we know what we're looking at and and, and so that helps us to sort of because uh, we are our flight permission our permission for our work is very unique so we can fly um, sort of 10 meters with a heavy lift rig in central london at night and you're um, the only company that can do that absolutely, aren't you yeah, yeah yeah so it's, it's very cool um, you know, so we, we do some very, very cool things. There's some, uh, you know, if it was later on, sort of in the year or start of next year, um, you know, if you want me to come back, I can talk about more stuff. But um, Do you mean you know, that some, means you can come back and talk about, come back and talk about my favourite film series? Possibly, yeah. It, it depends when it comes out. But yeah, so, it, yeah, once it's out, 
We can talk about it. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Cause um, I have to admit, I have heard a, you know a few bits and pieces in the background, and I cannot wait to hear more. Yeah. But um, I, I'm just curious: when you're working on films that are obviously directed by other people, cinematographers mm-hmm. are entirely mm-hmm. separate. How does that work? Because you are in control of the camera as such, yeah. and so you are, and you're the people that you're working with. Obviously, yeah. I'm presuming you have a separate focus puller yeah. and yeah. sort of a team that you work with. Yeah. How does that work with regards to the vision of the director and the cinematographer? it's very difficult sometimes sometimes like the difference between what we do and what others might do is that we have like the cameras that do have the full lens control so effectively on the ground when you've got a guy with a camera on on a rig or whatever handheld he's got a camera operator a focus puller as you say on on all the camera technicians etc etc so we have all that um, but it's just it's in the sky so when we um, obviously get a task um, you know the director very often has a very specific thing in mind and once they get it up in the sky it might not look like the way they you know what I mean they think in their head that it looks so trying to give them something that they want can be tricky sometimes but normally when you get them up and, and over, as experience you know when you a bit more experience you can go right well maybe this will work maybe that'll work so you're not telling the director what you're kind of advising that, gently yeah, yeah, gently yeah. So, you know but some uh, directors have worked with uavs helicopter stuff aerial stuff all the time so they know they know what they can and can't be achieved and etc etc so yeah the trying to give him what he wants when he can't physically control the aircraft you know that's that's quite tricky um, because but, you know they, they have egos some of them some of them do yeah some of them <laughs> but some of them are great you know some of them are really really nice people um you know it's like any industry you know you're going to get people who are not so friendly and some people who are um you know and we, we just do our best for everybody and it's the reputation of flying pitches that really matters so you know they, they come to us because they want it to be right you know what i mean so that's 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 why they come to us. Yeah. And the variety of stuff you work on is fantastic as well. We've mentioned obviously flying pictures involved in the likes of Star Wars, Harry Potter, all of those big movies. Also, you know, you yourself have worked on things like mm. Midsummer Murders. Yeah, You've worked yeah. on Martin Garrick's videos, yeah. which, for instance, uh, the Martin Garrick pop video. Tell us about that because first of all, you did something very interesting on it, and mm-hmm. secondly, oh my word, it's been watched many times. Absolutely, yeah. So the Martin Garrick's video um, was. Um, so anybody who's into dance music will know who Martin Garrix is. Um, so he, uh, they, they basically had a, an idea uh, based on something that they'd seen online of basically having a flying light. So we have a, uh, we, uh, one of our master technicians at work, um, Dave, he basically went away and, um, and created this thing for us in kind of sort of collaboration with a, a few other people at work. So we had all these different ideas how we we're going to do it. Basically what we have is a, is a flying light. It's a thousand watt, um, LED light and it, we, so we, we can just click it onto one of the drones and we can move it through and we can fly it basically and so what it does is at night it gives a really cool effect as it sort of goes through tree lines and that kind of stuff and so, so if somebody's if you've seen the video you've seen like you've, you've got your guy walking through the fields or through the forest and we follow him and things like that and it just gives a really cool effect so obviously that's what we like we want people to sort of come up with new ideas and new things that you can do with drones um, you know the, the the old days of just a high wide shot is really boring for us you know we, we pride ourselves on being able to make anything fly and make it look cool what what um, is the craziest thing you've been asked to do? The craziest thing I've been asked yeah. to do. <laughs> um, well, I mean the, the the Sherlock thing for me was a bit of a. It was like okay, you want know, to fly through here, fly through this window. Da, 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 da. That was quite quite crazy. I mean, yeah, we we do get requ- requests sometimes for some for some stuff, and it's like uh, okay, that's not allowed. You know, some people don't really. That's what we go back to about regulation and safety. Yeah. It's like you know, can you fly? One one of them was, can you fly twelve? 
aircraft uh, and they want them to fly with some of them with lights on in a and sort of a, an order in a sort of a specific order through the streets of wherever London somewhere and then we want to do all kinds of crazy stuff it was like mm, you can't do that you can't it can be done but it's like it really you know it couldn't be done a in the time scale that they wanted it doing and um you know where they wanted to do it really it needed to be done something else but yeah people have some funny ideas about what <laughs> what you can do but it's good you know what it means is it means that people are thinking and it means that uh, sort of we can move on and develop it further because what happens is because we do our own r d and our own development we can go right okay we've got a problem here we find a scenario we we we, we can uh, you know come up with a really cool solution we've got some really cool um uh, guys at the, at the office who know their stuff uh you know i mean i you know i can do a bit but some of the other guys they really 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 kind of almost geeky you know what i mean more geeky than me if that if that's possible not but, sure um, <laughs> yeah it's cool well, the other thing was that we didn't get a chance to talk about on the show. We talked about the fact that there's so many different applications now for mm-hmm. these um, drones and helicopters. And uh, one thing that came out uh, recently is the idea of Amazon mm-hmm. using them mm-hmm. to deliver parcels. Uh-huh. I get asked that probably once a week. I think it's, it used to be once a day, now it's once a week. Yeah, basically, yeah, the idea is that they they want to deliver packages to you and i mean i don't know how quick people think want things these days you know what i mean it's like how quickly do you want it within a one mile radius of an amazon warehouse it's, it's bonkers but i think anybody who knows anything about regulation and knows how you know what they can and can't do will know that it's just not viable it's it's not viable in any time soon it's not going to happen you know there's a lot of things to consider like what happens if um you know if you know, your aircraft is looking, you're flying through the streets or whatever, and, you know, everyone's got this idea that's going to fly through the streets and land at my flat, and, well, you know, it's gonna, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen anytime soon. But Even um, if you just think of the volume, though, of I, the number of drones you would need, because everyone is online shopping uh, nowadays. Yeah, yeah. So it would need to be... You'd need millions of drones to cover uh, them all, uh, wouldn't you? And the thing is that there's nothing stopping from anyone just, oh, there's a drone wanging a rocket or whatever. You, yep. you, you know, you can't, until people's attitudes change and until regulation changes and the way people do things changes, it's not going to happen. But what's interesting about it is that um, the technology that's been, that's come around, you were talking before about sort of the development of the technology, this is what it is. The consumer is pushing this. People like Amazon and they, they know that people want things faster now. They want it now and they have to have it now. So they've gone, right, well drones is a is a buzzword as it was let's you know let's do something cool and that's how it's come about but it's just not viable um you know people would like to think that it is and be oh you know that'll be fine it won't it won't you know you can get uh i've seen one hour delivery on a guy on a motorbike in london from amazon i don't know how fast you want it but you know you're not going to get it much faster it's a bit crap isn't it Um, but speaking of amazon you did work on a a commercial for amazon which was quite a cool thing wasn't it (laughs) yeah with with our own jezza yeah jeremy clarkson with his big shovel hands he broke my (laughs) transmitter with his big hands (gasps) did he now naughty jeremy Uh, he's fine um but yeah no he's uh yeah we did the the one where they sort of fly over all the the uh, the The white cliffs the white cliffs of um what was it beachy head yeah, beachy head. So yeah, it was very cool. So because there was a whole number of them, wasn't there? So, like, yeah, it was yeah. like a swarm. So only a few of them were real, and then the rest were all CGI. But then the good thing about that was that that was a, a sort of because um, flying pictures do drones and helicopters, like full size helicopters. So we did um, we did both. You know, what I mean, we did the, the full size stuff. So we got the nice panning shot around it, and then the drone stuff as well. So it's a nice integration. You know, sort of production companies are realising that they need both now. Um, so that's that's quite a nice thing. Again, that's another example of we don't just want something with a camera on it. We want it in the shot. We want to see it, uh, and we're getting more and more of that. Um, you know, so any you know people have got ideas, 
generally we we can accommodate them for most stuff. Yeah, but yeah, the Midsummer Murders was was another one which was great. So yeah, was, so tell us about that because what you had to do there was very interesting. The Midsummer Murders. Yeah, so thing. they they wanted um, they wanted to see. Uh, obviously, the the idea of the episode is uh, that there's package delivery. Someone is someone's in the village, you know, working with drones, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, doing package delivery, that kind of stuff, which is what we're just talking about. Um, but then there's obviously there's a surprise, surprise, a murder, <laughs> and it's the 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 premise is that the the aircraft was involved somehow, the, the drone was involved somehow. Um, I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen. No, it. let's. Not spoil it, but it's, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah, and that was a, that was a lot of action stuff. So there's a lot of in shot and. Um, you know, camera ship as well, so it was really cool stuff. So it's like two two pilots, two crews, all having to work together. Um, you know, as well as manage, you know, the guys on the ground, and obviously you got actors and all this kind of stuff. So the safety element is, you know, is doubled because you've got two aircraft and all of those people on the ground. So the safety thing is really, really critical. God, you know, the pressure that you must be under, not just because of the artistic challenges you're being given and the engineering challenges you're mm. being given, but that whole safety element as well, mm. and the fact that you've got all these people waiting for you to get these <laughs> shots that have to be absolutely perfect. Yeah. It's no wonder that you are an incredibly chilled person because I don't think you could do it otherwise, could you? Sometimes you're always like, on the outside, you've got to be like relaxed, but on the inside, you, you're going, oh my God, you know, no pressure kind of thing. You know, when you do some of the other stuff, you know, the bigger stuff particularly, it's there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of people watching you. Um, you know, you've got producers, directors, line producers, you know, people from clients or whatever, you know. There's a lot there's, of money everybody, involved. A lot and, of money involved yeah. and a lot of, you know, a lot of time. And then if the thing about, TV and film is that if you're not ready, everyone's waiting for you. And if you're if you're not ready to go, it's kind of I always say with these things, it's like a hurry up and wait scenario. So your call time could be six a.m. You'll get there, and you might not fly till like nine o'clock at night. You know, it, it, because they you know they've either been delayed or they're not going to get to you, or da, 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 and you could be still there. It's, what about if, the weather? That must affect you quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like any bit of care. I mean, we say um, you know very 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 light precipitation really but you can get we wind, can have them though, does that not wind. Affect you? yeah um so we limit ourselves to 20 miles an hour um which is high you know what i mean and, yeah. and but it's also down to the pilot um to make the call you know at the end of the day it's the pilot's responsibility to make sure that that aircraft can be flown safely no matter what you're doing and where you are so that doesn't just apply to me that applies to anybody who's flying anything anywhere you know that overriding thing so um you know if i'm not happy or whatever you know i'll do my best but it's you know I, if i'm not happy then that's it we, we, we don't fly and it's not an ego thing it's a safety thing mm. you know and um, directors and producers like, I understand that you know you tell them you know well, this is going to be a bit of a choppy day we're not quite sure if we're going to get up but we'll see what we can do and they go yeah cool that's fine um, you know they they now know not to put the pilots and the crew under too much pressure to you know to get up there and do something unsafe which we would obviously never do so we just okay know. I have to ask you and it's a fairly obvious question yeah. but has it ruined movies for you <laughs> has it ruined movies for me yeah, I didn't think it was going to, but I always were always me and uh, Mimi are watching telly or whatever, and it's like drone. That was a drone. That's done with a drone. Is that a drone? Yeah, that's a drone. Drone. Yeah, helicopter. Yeah, it does. You, have, you, they, have they have they taken the place of cranes even now? Because they can do they, they do. can do from standing, can't they? Just yeah, just we film. do it like from the ground. Yeah, you know, we've done shots where we've gone like really, really high, high, wide, really, really low, down into a courtyard, through a corridor, and back out again. And or we've done like through tree lines, and we've done you know really, really high stuff, all kinds of stuff. It's you know it, it can be done. Yeah, but it, that's what it comes down to about the pilot skill level you know you have to be able to sort of not only you know not just fly in a straight line but manage the aircraft in that in that way because at that point there 
your aircraft you've got no assistance if you're under if you're underground we do some cool stuff underground um with the light rig and, and stuff like that and, and if you don't know what you're doing you're gonna have a big problem really quickly so mm. um yeah well fun. bringing it right back to the beginning just to, to wrap everything up we did have a question during the show which we didn't have time to get to and it comes all the way back to where you started danny mm. which is quite a nice way to end it adrian uh, messaged to say it's obviously hard work and expensive when you set up aerial imaging services do you have any regrets about setting that up which was obviously your, your first company mm. or do you think it set you up for moving on and getting all of these professional positions that you have had since uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, everybody's got to start somewhere, haven't they? You know what I mean? And I was very fortunate. I've always said I'm very lucky to do what I do. You know, it's like there's lots of people who want to do it and lots of people, you know, can do it. But um, to be doing this kind of stuff is unique and this opportunity doesn't come up very often. Um, so it's kind of like if you can take it and do it, you know, and, and try it. And why not? You know, you might get lucky and you, know, you might get to where I am. And I'm, you know, I, I'm not under sort of any illusions. I'm not the biggest or the best I'm just lucky you know what I mean I've obviously the right place at the right time and and had something that somebody was looking for and and, and managed to get where I am now so yeah absolutely uh, Aerial Engine Services was a uh, a great time I met some really cool people uh, whilst I was here and then just obviously the opportunity to, to to, to, to go away and do the industrial stuff and then obviously now in the TV and film stuff it's like who knows what's going to happen in the next four or five years we just don't know but it's very cool and I can't wait to find out It really is Well Danny Rose it's been a pleasure talking to you today do let us know um, what where is the best place for us to look to keep up with what you are doing where can we go to? Uh, well you can go on um, you can go on Facebook uh, and I think the company has a Twitter feed as well so you can see what, what, what cool stuff we're doing and obviously as as sort of projects that we've worked on um, have, have come out you know and we can start talking about them and um, so as that you'll see it you'll see oh this movie's coming out all oh, this the thing is coming out and you can you can have a look and, and see and then obviously if you want to ask me any more questions you know next time absolutely i can talk about them oh you bet i am gonna book you in no problem definitely uh, so that's danny rose from flying pictures you can follow them online and hopefully we will get him back uh, after certain movies have been released so we can talk about your work in a sure. galaxy far far away <laughs> <laughs> thanks very much danny thanks women today don't sit in the slow lane. Join the fast lane right now with Shaw's all-new Superfast Plus Broadband. Enjoy more bandwidth, amazing speeds and the best value on the island from just £23.95 per month. So don't be left behind. Get a piece of the high-speed action with Superfast Plus Broadband from Shaw. For details, visit our stores in Douglas, Ramsey and Port Erin or click shaw.com. Love being Shaw. Terms and conditions apply.